Looking to get started on your next creative project? Do what Michael Yo does. Go to Southgate Design. Southgate delivers fast, affordable, and amazing graphics without the headache. Print your t-shirts, masks, flyers, or business cards with convenient nationwide shipping. Contact them today via info at southgatedesign.com. That's I-N-F-O at Southgate Design, without the S, dot com. Let's see if this works. I, I think we're back live. I think we're back live right now. Neary, we're live. Yeah. It says we're live. Hopefully my camera won't go out. You got some good lighting back there, dude. Yeah, yeah. I have that little ring, man. You got, you know, I think oh, I got the ring, too. Blew up. I think these companies blew up during the pandemic. Yeah, well, yeah, they did blow up because everybody else, you know, this is the only way to podcast now. Nobody wants to be in front of like real people anymore, you know? Yeah, somebody invited me to a podcast the other day. I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. And they're like, they send me an address, like a physical address. And I was like, oh, this is not a link. No, yeah. no, 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 I don't. No, 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 no. It's true. I don't I don't go to people's houses for podcasts. You know, it, the only person I would go to is Joe Rogan because he gets tested every day. He got money, you know, like. Like rich people can get tested all the time, so you don't have to worry about them. Well, I could get tested every day. I just have to wait twenty four hours for the results. I don't have that instant. <laughs> I could get. Tested. Oh yeah, well, you, you know when you roll it like Joe Rogan, you get an instant. You know, you get no special test. Him and Donnell you know, Rollins rolling with Dave Chappelle, they get tested. They get the results like in fifteen minutes. That's fantastic. I, I, um, they, they got a show coming up, Joe Rogan and and Chappelle. I don't know why I'm plugging it like they need help. Uh, but I, I commented on Joe's Instagram when he announced it. And I was like, if you need an opener, holler at your boy, I'm right here. And I'm like the only, like, I'm like, literally like, do this, like, please, please somebody like, you know, and then they're like, nah, nah. but I've, no. I've, I've worked with both of them. They're great. I love, Neri is the guy. <laughs> Neri is so funny because Neri will always at the rock. He at the rocks, everything. <sighs> Like Neri is trying to get a retweet or some love from The Rock. That would probably make your entire life, wouldn't it? Acknowledgement. Just an, did you see the video posted today? No. It was. I don't was follow him like that. It was eleven o'clock night last night, but it's, you know he he's out in LA with you guys, and he like read this long letter from a friend. Like my friend loves you, and she does like, and she like gave a resume of how good of a human being she is, and The Rock was like. Tell her, wake her up right now. I'm going to send her this video. And The Rock was like, it was this whole, like, all my dream. It was everything I wanted for The Rock <laughs> to, like, give me some kind of acknowledgement. And and uh, and he did it for this other person. And I forwarded that video to all my so-called friends. And I was like, my birthday is in September. So just make sure you're aware this is what you got to do to get this dude's attention. Uh, yeah, I at The Rock and everything on, on Instagram. I'm hey, at The Rock, thanks for this amazing mask. At The Rock, I buy your stuff, please. Like, yeah, so Neri is like laced up in all Under Armour gear at The Rock. If he comes yeah. out with a face mask, Neri has on the face mask and it says At The Rock. It's I have the hilarious. Face mask. I have, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the best uh, customer that Under Armour could want. I'm a fat dude that has no business wearing workout clothes, but because <laughs> The Rock promotes it, I'm, <laughs> I am buying all of it. I, like this guy, he's just gonna keep giving his money forever. Yeah, until The Rock yeah. says I'm done with. If Under The Rock's Armour, involved, yeah. uh, let's see. <laughs> Gloria Scoggins, what's up? How you doing? Checking in. Fern tries. Ho ho, Mister Yo. What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in. Um, and you even buy his te- isn't doesn't he have a tequila? And you buy that too? Yeah, and try to I have a I have a, a bottle of Terramana tequila. I not to be that guy like the hipster like 
but I was doing uh, uh, Terramana Tuesdays before his team started doing Terramana Tuesdays. When when the, the tequila first came out, it was like right when the pandemic started, so he didn't want to really promote it. And I was like, look, I bought a bottle of Terramana tequila. I was like, and I'm going to be drinking it on Tuesday, Tequila Tuesdays and stuff like that. And at The Rock and at Terramana. And Terramana, the the account of Terramana gave me a like, but that's not exactly The Rock. But yeah, yeah so now he's, do you, do you, now he's sharing all these Terramana Tuesday posts, and I'm like, I did that, I did that months ago, but whatever. But did you? So do you feel like they copied you? No, I feel I'm only bringing this up to say like, hey, I I thought about trying to get his attention this way before anybody else did. Uh, that's that's all I'm saying. It's not that they copied me. I'm just saying I've, I've been trying to get his attention for all I'm trying to say. All right, Kathy says, hello, guys from Florida, still alive and kicking down here with C-19 virus. Love the rock. She loves the rock, too, man. She loves the rock, she's too, Kathy. Too. Like, I'm in Florida. I'm in Miami. Where's she, where she at? I wonder where she's at. Uh, that, Florida, some part of Florida. But that's the thing. People always ask me, how do I know the rock? I knew the rock in Miami because I lived there yeah. in Miami, and I interviewed him when he first went into wrestling. So we kind of built the relationship. But then when I got to Hollywood, I interviewed him for all these movies and it's crazy like with tiffany haddish the rock and different people like that kevin hart um just even i'm gonna even go out to the kardashians just 10 years can change an entire person's life how fast yeah. 10 years goes by but 10 years ago 11 years ago nobody really knew the rock besides wrestling fans i i'm a i'm a diehard wrestling fan for jump for some for a yeah. long time so i was that fat dude that i was like it's real to me it's still real to me. Like, I'm that dude, like, about wrestling. So when oh. – it's funny because when The Rock left, I was like, I don't really care about this anymore. Like, I, I realized that. Like, I was such a huge wrestling He was wrestling so good. I, he was so good. He was the greatest. He is, like, the greatest. On the microphone, there's nobody that could beat him. Nobody could, no. that could touch him. He was fantastic. Uh -huh. it was, and people who don't like wrestling, they don't understand that they are – it's, like, soap opera with fighting. Like expand it. That's really what it is. Like if you pay attention to the storylines and stuff, and I like that's all I cared about. Well, so. my friends were shocked when I told them about wrestling that they have writers and they have arcs, and literally it's like writing a script every show. And people are like, yeah. no, it's like my grandfather back in the old days with junkyard dog and all these. Dudes, he thought it was real. I <laughs> they thought wrestling was real. Like this is not real. And no matter how much you said it wasn't real, they believed it was real. So hey, wrestling's doing his thing, Kathy. That said, she loved The Rock. She's in North Florida, Orange Park. You ever heard of Orange oh, Park? No, that's real Florida. Like, I'm in, I'm in like, like that hacky joke is to say I'm in North Havana, but it's pretty much the truth. Like, South Florida, Miami is, like, different. I make the joke that I have to drive north to get to the south. Like, I have to Got drive you. north, and then I get to the south of the United States. But it's, like, we're on, yeah, that's real Florida. Good for you, Kathy. So, real Florida means white Florida. Is that what you're talking about? I mean, South, I, what I mean is the South. Like, we're not the South. We're not the South. Like, we're over here in Miami. We're our own little bubble. We're our own little. Okay. Like, I'm not a minority here. I'm in my, when I drive North and then get to the South, that's when I'm a minority. That's when I'm like, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, one of I still don't know what you're talking like about. The other. One of these things is not like the other. And it's this okay. guy when I drive to, <laughs> to Central Florida. Okay. Like, ugh. Okay. Okay. Fern says she respects the rock. He visited Providence, Rhode Island a few times. True gentleman. Um, so there you go. Like everybody, that, here's the thing about the rock. I don't think there's one person that doesn't like the rock. You know, there's it's never it's, been a negative story. There's never been a negative, even in the world of wrestling, people like John Cena, like 
used to uh, uh, at one point was talking trash about Rock because when he was still doing wrestling and movies going back and forth, he was talking about like, oh, you know, your loyalties aren't to the wrestling anymore. And and he was like bad mouthing him. And then years later, when The Rock hired him for movies, now John Cena says I, I, he admits that he was wrong for criticizing The Rock. And he says it's different. You can't put your body on the line when you have, a, you know, hundreds of crew members on a film set depending on you for a paycheck. You can't really put your body on the line in wrestling. And then, you know, even Cena, that one criticism, everybody loves The Rock. Who doesn't love The Rock? Come on, how do you hate that guy? The only person I know that doesn't love The Rock is Tyrese and Vince, uh, what's the dude in Fast... um, Vin Vin Diesel? Vin Diesel, yeah. Those are the two people I don't think like The Rock. But Vin Diesel and him have kind of, like, made up, right? They both produced uh, Hobbs and Shaw, so they got to, like, you know, you got to... Oh, no, yeah. You can be a producer, just get paid for it, and not have nothing to do with it. It's true. It's true. That's that's Hollywood. What's interesting for people to know, and I found this out because, you know, um, we were going through the pilot season, and I had a pilot picked up by Fox. What's interesting is whoever directs the pilot, they get paid forever... For the lifetime yeah. of their, they don't ever have to direct that show again. Yeah. If they direct, which is crazy, if you direct the pilot, you get paid on that show forever and never have to work on it. Isn't that crazy? It, uh, yeah, I, I knew that because uh, there was, I forgot who it was, there was like a showrunner, but for, I think it was Community, the guy for Community, he, uh, yeah. he, he did that and he was like a big showrunner for a while for that show. And then they, they kicked him off the show. Like, he got in some legal trouble, some, I don't know, some PC trouble, and they kicked him off the show, And but he still kept getting paid. He was still, like, I directed oh, yeah. the first episode. You can't, you can't yeah. I, I, I got a deal. That. I got a deal right now for a show that if it goes, I can be a part of it, or I don't have to be a part of it, and I get paid either way. Like, if it goes, if it goes. And yeah, that's a great position to be in. But me, of course, me, I want to be a part of everything that, you know, has my name on it. But some people, like, they just... These big producers, they just get stuff because they can get stuff on the air because they have all this experience. So they get it on the air, and then they just bounce and get something else on the air. So they collecting checks all over the place. So I guess that's the place to be. God bless them. That's that, right. That's yeah. I'll do that. I'll do that all day. I'll do so, you're like I. I gotta. I gotta be a part of everything. I was like, if you don't want me to be a part of something, just pay me. I'm fine with that too. I mean, whatever <laughs> it takes, man. Uh, Neri is a phenomenal comedian, South Florida. Uh, that's where I met you when I lived in Miami. Uh, he's definitely a comedian you need to know. I want to start out. You give out your handle so people can actually check your stuff out because you're unbelievable. Thank you, man. Uh, well, my handle's at, it's on the screen there. It's at yep. Neri Signs. And then my website is NeriSigns.com, but nobody ever remembers or knows how to say that or remembers the name. So it's I made it whatwashisname.com. So that's the actual website to whatwashisname.com, and it'll, it'll take you over to Nary Signs and then all my social media. I'm trying to grow my, my Instagram, and we talked about this before. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, I, I feel like I got to set myself on fire. You probably followers. do. Like, I, I don't know what to do. I'm like, I don't know. Like, there's algorithms, and everybody's, like, giving me information on my, like, hashtags. And, and I try to do all of this, and I'm like, yeah, but I got funny. I got funny. Like, I'm I'm funny, right? Like, I put funny stand-up clips but like nobody watches them so like my friend told me he's like yeah you're funnier than me but nobody watches your video so nobody knows that you're funnier than me and i was like it's oh, true it's, it's true. true like if, what is that if a tree if a tree falls in the woods did it really fall like if nobody sees yeah. it or hears it i mean it's yeah. it's the social media 
game is crazy how people put so much value in it. But then again, you need it because you can see comedians like Schultz and other guys, Sam Morell, that blew up on social media, Nate uh, Bergasi, and they're selling out shows all over. I mean, Joe Rogan with his podcast, selling out. He can go anywhere. He can be like, right now, I want to go here. And by the time he gets there, it's sold out. Like, you know, like this dude can sell out places in five minutes, Dave Chappelle. And Dave Chappelle is a dude that's just not on social media, but his name is okay. But he's that big that he can do so. You know, there's that old saying, where Chris Rock had that thing where he goes, how, you know, what do you, how big do you want to get or what's your goal? What's your, and he says, I want to get so big that I don't have to do morning radio. Like, that was his quote for a long time. He was like, I want to get so famous that he doesn't have to do morning radio to promote his shows. He doesn't have to wake up at five o'clock in the morning to do go on morning radio. And nowadays Dave Chappelle's that big, but he's like, I'm, I don't ever have to worry about tweeting something or like his shows are going to sell out. I worked with you him, know- I toured with Dave a few years ago. I know. When he was making his comeback and his studio, uh, his uh, tour manager told me, she's like, we put this show together in two weeks. And Dave is one of the few people that can say, hey, I want to go on a tour in two weeks and they will sell out. Like they don't have to worry about like Live Nation doesn't have to worry about like, oh, do we have enough tickets sold? They Literally, they can sell out. Us. And he saw and I'm talking about the Jackie Gleason Theater. I'm talking about like that's a huge theater. It's an iconic theater down here in South Florida. And he sold that out in two weeks, uh, four shows, two nights, four shows. Didn't have to work like that other level. Meanwhile, me... I'm like, can I get a follow on Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're both in the same boat. We're both trying, we're tr- both trying to get those follows. Uh, can I just tell you how dirty I felt the other day? I did a show, uh, and I was doing a show at the Miami Improv and the manager was like, Oh, Kim Kardashian's best friend is in the audience. And I was like, I don't know who that is. Um, okay. I'm like, I don't know what to do with that information. I'm like, all right, whatever. So I went and did the show, whatever. And then afterwards, there were like a bunch of people hanging out. And then this girl who was part of the audience, she's like, that's Kim Kardashian's best friend. And I'm like, oh, what's his name? And they said, you, you got to call him Food God. And I'm like, nah, I'm not. I'm not doing I'm not going to do that. And they're like, yeah, you have to. I'm like, no. <laughs> she said, but he has Food God tattooed on him. I'm like, well, I have Superman tattooed on me, but I don't <laughs> force people to call me Superman. That's an absurd thing. And I felt so dirty, Mike. I felt so dirty because I asked him for a picture, knowing that I only was going to post it just to get likes and hopefully get a follow from people. Like that's, And I felt like the dirtiest, dirtiest horror. I'm like, mm, mm. I'm like, I'm okay. Can I get a picture? Like, mm. He actually called me over. He was like, hey, what's up, man? Joe, now thanks. Can I get a picture? And then he was like, "Sure." And I was like, "Ugh, God, it felt, it felt dirty. It felt so." So, did you get did you get more likes and follows from it? I got. I don't know if I got more follows from it, but I did get more like. I did get more likes. I, that's another thing that's gonna bother me in my top nine for the year. He's gonna make my top nine. That's another thing that's that's just annoying the hell out of me now. So, so he's, he's gonna, gonna, gonna make your. Nine. He's gonna make your top nine on he your is. Instagram he's of got, likes. He's, like, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. It's sad, man. So if you don't mind me asking, what is Neary's top nine of likes? Like, how many likes does it need to get? Like, where are you at social oh, media-wise? It's very, very, like, that, that's so, that's the saddest part. Like, if I, <laughs> when I tell you, when I tell you this number, when I tell you this number, you're, it's the same, it's a lower number than, 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 uh, than my cousin, who is not in entertainment, who posts every three months, but she is a very beautiful woman. 
So, and it's a lower number than her because she has followers than me by like five times as many followers than I do. She has like 17,000 followers and she's not an entertainer and she doesn't do thirst traps. She doesn't do like those. We remember we talked about that in the game, those women that post those videos. Oh yeah. Pictures that you, can like, be, oh. you can be yeah. a woman and, and I, I don't want to put down any of these women, but you just show your ass. You can have millions of people follow you. Just yes. take pictures of your ass every single day. And my cousin's not like that. She doesn't post bikini pictures. She doesn't post any. She just posts like, hey, I got flowers from my husband today. And like just regular stuff. And she's got 17,000 followers. Meanwhile, I'm in entertainment. I'm literally like, hey, look at me, guys. Check out this video that I made. It's very funny. Look at my stand-up. And there's like 5,000 followers. Uh, my <laughs> top nine. <laughs> my top nine. To get into my top nine, you have to crack 140 likes. That's it. That's where I'm at. That's how sad this whole situation is. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Mike, I was feeling good about mm-hmm. my career uh, up until a few minutes ago. And then this conversation. Until you came up to this podcast, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you are funny. And that's why I'm asking people to definitely go check you out on social. Follow him on Instagram. Follow this yeah. guy on Instagram. He's funny. You don't have to watch his clips. Nobody else does. But still. <laughs> follow- <laughs> but if you watch the clips, you also can verify that, yes, I am funny. It's the weirdest thing ever. Like, I have a lot of people. I have professional comedians like Mark Vieira. I have, like, I, there's a lot of people who watch my stuff that I go, man, this clip is so funny. This is, like, and it's not like just one. It's not like a one-off. I'm not talking about, like, all my stand-up clips. And for some reason, they just, it doesn't, like, nobody, it's funny to me. There's no, like, formula. And people are like, oh, one guy who's, like, uh, big in social media down here uh, was like, oh, it's a three-minute clip. Nobody's going to watch three minutes. I'm like, I watch a 17-minute clip from The Rock talking about thank you like, i don't uh, like i don't understand <laughs> like he's talking about tequila and i'm like i'll, I'll watch this 18 minute clip of you but rock. see the difference is you love the rock like i really feel that if the rock said kiss me neary you would actually give the man a kiss but i mean yeah yeah the rock though like you make it seem like it's a di- like why is that a bad thing i don't understand <laughs> and plus like I'm if the rock said- kissing a dude is not really a big deal like we kiss each other yeah. on the cheek all the time it's yeah, you but but you would go full in and make out with the rock. Like you love if him you that me, much. I mean consensually with with consent, Michael, with consent. With only with consent. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I'm not a creeper. Yeah. I'm not gonna attack I'm not gonna lunge at the man without him without his consent. No, if he, you know. If I do want invitation. How rude would that be if I said no? That that would be very rude, Neri. That would be very rude. Uh I do want to ask you about, you know, I got Dave Chappelle behind me right here. It's Dave Chappelle. But I want to ask you, what did you learn being on, on the road with Dave Chappelle? And you know, you know, not not me because I love you, but I heard it from so many people. How this dude get on the road with Dave Chappelle? Like, people get mad at stuff like that. Oh, I, I'm one of those people. I was one of those <laughs> people that I was like, how, how did this happen? Why me? Like, I, I started feeling, I don't know if it's like um, – I don't know, survivor's remorse or whatever they call it, where I was like, I feel so bad that it's me and not any one of a thousand other people. But it was by happenstance. It was really was. So like I said, Dave Chappelle that year, it was he was making his stand-up comedy. This is before any of the Netflix specials. And he, in two weeks, they put together a show. They said, oh, the, you know, he's going to go, op- you know, perform at the Jackie Gleason. And then I got a call from uh, one of the owners of the improv down here, South Florida improv. And she said, are you available tonight? And I said, yeah, I'm available tonight. And she says, okay, well, I'm going to submit your name 
in one of your links. So I guess somebody saw a link. Somebody saw a video. <laughs> and to see if you could open for Dave Chappelle tonight and tomorrow. Uh, and for like a split second, I was like, yay. I was like, that's amazing. And then immediately brought back down to that's cool. And this was my reply to her. That's awesome. But if he says no, can is there anything else I can work? Is there anything else I can host? Cause Mike, I was so broke. Like I was, I'm like I was COVID nineteen broke, and this was years ago before COVID nineteen. <laughs> gotcha. so I was yeah. like, I was dying for any kind of like gig, and she says, "No, I don't have anything. Everything else is booked up." So then she calls me back an hour later. She goes, "Okay, you're on for tonight at least. You got two shows tonight. If they like you, they'll they'll ask you to come back for tomorrow for Saturday night, and there's two shows Saturday." And I said, cool. But she said, but you at least got tonight. I'm like, all right, cool. So I did that. They liked me. His people, uh, while he was on stage, his people asked me to come back the next day. After the first show, when he got off, he asked me. He goes, hey, man, do you want to come back tomorrow? Are you going to come back tomorrow? Make sure you come back tomorrow. You're funny. And I said, thanks. And I said, yeah, your people already contacted me. All right, cool. So I came back the next night. And the next night, they asked me, hey, what are you doing in two days? And on Monday, you want to go to Melbourne? And so we did like a five city so i literally just got booked there to do melbourne orlando tampa and there was like a, two other cities I was like uh and then two cities later uh darnell met up with and he was just passing by and he's like hey i want to do what's up and then dave be you know their friends he said do you want to do some time so it became that i was on tour with darnell rollins and dave Chappelle, which is bananas crazy for me and all of this was possible because there was everybody else in the area was booked all the other comics in the area, they didn't uh, they didn't book an opener. Uh, they, meaning uh, uh, Chappelle's people, the tour people, didn't book an opener, and they did an opener. They contacted the local comedy club, and everybody else was booked. And the one dude who I know would have gotten this was Ken Miller. Ken Miller's a comedian from Orlando. Mm-hmm. Super funny dude. The reason he wasn't available is because the week prior, he had beat me in a local competition and the prize was to get feature work at the local improvs. So he was working West Palm Beach Improv that weekend, so he was not available. And so it literally just came down to like, oh, like who do we have available? And they sent uh, they sent tapes of me and like two other guys, I think it was what I heard later on. But yeah, I also became that guy. I was like, how the hell did this happen? How did I get this? And that's it. That was that's the whole thing of how I how I got that. So I toured with him for like a week and a half and it was like five or six days. And when I say tour with him, people, don't think I'm on the tour bus. I'm, like, following the <laughs> tour bus in my crappy car. I'm not I'm not on tour, tour. I'm, like, I'm following his, like, yeah, that's not the same. There was one city where he was late, and they're like, oh, he's running late because he was still partying in, like, the city before. And I was like, well, I could do more time. And they're like, yeah, he's going to be here, like, in half an hour. He's catching a helicopter. Like, that's the level. Yeah. Of like I'm I'm literally in my in my uh, in my 2010 Chevy Cruze following him behind his bus. I'm not I'm really on that. No, no, we're not. Did, touring together. did you, you know, did you learn anything from him? Yeah, on road? of course. He told me we were you know I got to talking to him and he said that um, you know I talked to him about like oh do, are you doing any new new stuff on tour and he goes no these people pay too much money to watch me do new stuff. I go to comedy clubs and work stuff out there. And they told me something that now is common knowledge, but I didn't know that about him then. He says that he open, he does a, he does shows in uh, on his farm 
and then that's where he tries out new stuff. That is like now it's common knowledge. Like during COVID, where they built all this, like he apparently he's been doing this for years. Uh, but I learned uh, about really perfect. Like if you go watch his set, it, it is such a perfect set because that's exactly how he's worked it out already. And so when he goes on tour and people are paying fifty, sixty, a hundred dollars a ticket, he's like, "I'm." And he told me, "I'm going to give them the best that I got." And I was like, "That was pretty impressive." Because a lot of comics would be like, "I'm just going to go and have fun," and he's like, "Nah, <laughs> he's nah." Like, I'm he's like, give "They pay the best show possible." Yeah. To you. To you, who's the best comic out right now? Is Dave Chappelle to you? Burr. Who? Undoubtedly. Bill Burr. Yeah. Bill uh, Burr. That's like, yeah. But, um, to me, he's been the best for over a decade. There, there hasn't been anybody that's touched over. His material is not the same. Like he doesn't, his style has grown even the last, I worked with him 10 years ago before I knew, I didn't know who he was. His yeah. credit was, his credits were, he, you saw him on Chappelle season two, and that was his. That's like what I brought him up to. Uh, HBO special had not dropped yet. His Comedy Central special had not dropped yet, and we were at the show. And I remember I was hosting, and my good friend Al Jackson was featuring, and me and Al started at the same time. But Al went to New York and stuff like that, and then you know his career came up. Uh, and then when he came back down for that New Year's Eve show with Bill Burr. When I got off stage, I was like, oh, I felt like I'd had a good set. And Al was on stage, and I was thinking to myself, I feel like him and I are still, we're still, like, in that same, you know what I mean? Like, we complement each other. We're complementary. It's not a competition thing, but it's like, oh, we're, we're still at that same, we're good. And then uh, Bill went on stage, and within 10 minutes, I looked over at Al, and I said, we have no business being on the same stage with this dude. Like, we are so far from being anywhere close to this level of, of comedy. Uh, and ever since then, I've been a huge follower of his. I follow his career throughout. And uh, every special that he does is different than the previous one. It's not the same exact thing. And, and uh, his last one he did last year, Paper Tiger, is phenomenal. Like, so he, he's by far the easiest. Him is, is easy. Yeah. The, the best I, I, I love Bill Burr, too. I think Bill Burr, you know, when he when he's on stage, he brings it to another level. Like, it's it's amazing that Bill Burr is the type of dude that will tell you something controversial up front where you'll be like, ooh, that's bad. But then yeah. by the end of it, you're like, oh, okay, I, I kind of understand yeah. his point of view. And that's what he's yeah. so good at is convincing you, oh, but have you looked at it like this? And that's what comedy and, is. And, and not only, I, I love the fact that he says, like he'll say something crazy up front, then that's very standoffish. Like that's very like, hey, I'm gonna divide this right here. I'm gonna just draw the, the the line in the sand. But not only does he explain to you why he thinks this, but he'll also tell you, I'm an idiot. Don't think the way I do. And he's not an idiot. Like that's the greatest, yeah. the greatest magic trick is like making people believe that you're dumb when you're not. Like he's he's one of those like, I'm an idiot. I don't read. And then he'll give you the most insightful way of thinking that you go oh yeah like he's so, he, he's brilliant dude brilliant yeah i i love uh one of my best experiences with bill burr I didn't open for it i was in the small stage at the um what was it south comedy florida comedy Club? festival huh no the south florida comedy store i mean the south florida they used to have a comedy fest you remember yeah, that the south beach comedy festival south beach comedy festival so this was um 
I was there with Bill Burr. I did a small stage. Bill Burr did the big one. And I remember seeing him. And uh, he said, we said, what's up? And then he was like, oh, I got to focus in on this set. It's my first time going up and doing it. And I'll never forget this. And I'm paraphrasing. I'm paraphrasing here. The first thing he said when he got on stage, he goes, yeah, so we should be able to punch women in the face, right? Literally the <laughs> first thing out of his mouth. And the whole crowd is like, whoa. And he goes, oh, okay. We're, we're not into that. Then he tells a joke. And this is the brilliance of it. He tells a joke that he knows works. And then after that joke, he goes, okay, let's talk about punching women in the face. And <laughs> so throughout the whole show, he went back to find the beats that worked in that bit. And now it's on the black and white special. And it's one of his funniest bits he has yeah. about, about yeah. hitting women, you know, and how they can hit you, but you can't hit them. So, uh, and, and I don't endorse this, but I'm just saying when I watched him work it out, it started out so raw where it was, hey, men should be able to punch women in the face. And it ended up when you watch it on the special, such a great bit where people at the beginning are like, oh, and then at the end of it, you're laughing about it yeah. because he, he found the comedy in it. Now, like I said, I don't want to get attacked for this. I don't want to. I don't endorse it, but I'm just saying the way he writes and the confidence he had to keep going to that bit, even though like he got a horrible reaction when he first said it, by the end of the show, he was finding the beats that worked in it though. Yeah. And I thought that was the most brilliant thing I've seen. He's, 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 he's so prolific. He's always writing. I remember him doing this bit the first time I worked with him that going back to that week and I worked with him twice uh, the following year as well, also for New Year's. But I remember working with him and then seeing his commercial for his HBO special commercial. And he did a bit in the commercial. And I said, Hey, how come you don't do that? You don't, you haven't done that bit this weekend. And he says, no, I did it for that special. It's done. And I said, yeah, but that special hasn't even aired yet. Like it, the commercial just started playing yesterday and you've, been, you've already done four shows here in West Palm Beach, and he goes, yeah, I, I filmed that special like six months ago, and I haven't done that joke in six months. It's dead. And I'm like, but, but you, but nobody's <laughs> nobody seen this, but nobody's seen the special. Like, it's not like the special hasn't come out yet. Nobody's seen it. You can still do it up until it starts airing. And he was like, no, once I do it on TV, even if before it airs, that joke is dead. And the, the, the like that strength that willpower to be like look i'm gonna go ahead and write new stuff like confidence and like i'm not gonna go and just lay back on stuff that i know that works like it's already done tv i'm never doing it again and that to me is phenomenal like i i just, yeah I, you know i i can't wait to be on tv just to be able to do that nice. <laughs> just to be able to retire a joke yeah because i've never been on tv so that's another thing so i can't wait to be on tv your dog's been on tv and i haven't yes it's true my 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 dog that passed away now but was on tv on the insider yeah yeah yeah, yeah. were you jealous yeah, of my your, dog Harry? yeah your dog had more tv credits than i do that's that's where <laughs> we're at that's where, <laughs> that's where we're at right now <laughs> i bet you your dog's instagram was through the roof <laughs> oh it had a lot of followers oh yeah <laughs> okay. so so uh, i want to get to this story neary was the first person to ever bring me up on uh, doing stand-up. I had a radio show in Miami. So the, sh the show was, I guess you could say, sold out. I mean, it was packed. It was packed. Uh, it was packed, man. It was packed. 
because I promoted it on the radio and everybody wanted to see me bomb my first time out. And Chelsea was telling people. I don't think people, that's what it was. I don't think that's what it was, man. I think down here in South Florida, you were so loved and you still are, I'm sure. But you were on the radio every day and your charisma and your authenticity comes off on the radio. And this isn't me because we're yeah. friends. This is me being honest. There's like a lot of people's, you know, even in radio, like you have a person, you know, you're literally called a radio personality and different personalities play different. Like I have people, I have friends who are on the radio now that my wife would tell you, I can't stand them. And it's not that they, she can't stand them personally. It's she, she can't stand the personality that they have on stage. They yes. play up an arrogance. They play up or whatever, like a, a know-it-all. And you don't have that. You have that. This is who I am. You're very much yourself. It's one of those things where it's not even like The Rock and Dwayne Johnson where you just turn up Dwayne Johnson and you get The Rock. Like, you're Michael Yo. You play mm -hmm. yourself. Very charismatic. And when you tell people, I'm going to do comedy, we're like, we're all going to go support and love him. And I remember getting the call, like, do you want to host a show? And I was like, yeah, dude, I, I was going to, I was planning on going anyway. That would be awesome. If I could get paid to do this, that'd be great too. Um, so no, I don't think people were there to bomb, to see you bomb. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure some a-holes out there that were like, yeah, I thought he was going to bomb. But <laughs> I, you know, when I brought you up, I, first of all, I didn't know how long you were doing. So I didn't either. Now, <laughs> I remember <laughs> when I, I showed up and they go, uh, just look for the light. And when you see the light, get off stage. Now, Neri, yeah. it's my first time. I don't know what a light is. And you're I not looking no forward. You're not looking, looking so down nervous. looking everywhere, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what a light is. So they said, look for the light. I didn't know what that is. And I'll let you describe what happened. So Neri introduces me. I go yeah. up. He goes up. He does something that I, I don't know. I'm sure it's happened before or since. I don't know. But I don't know of any other comedian who goes on stage for 35 minutes their first time on stage. I do not know of anybody who does that. Like, I've, <laughs> I've never heard the story of, like, his first time he did 35 minutes. Like, that is an absurd amount of time. And, again, like you said, you didn't know what you were doing. You were just going, you know, you were just talking. And because you were used to radio, you were like, I'm going to go until the FCC cuts me off. Like, that's how I think the logic was. <laughs> he was like, I'm just going to keep going until my program director comes in the room and turns off the microphone. And you just did 35 minutes. And I remember thinking to myself, like, huh? I keep looking at my watch. And I remember thinking, he said this was his first time, right? Like, I was like, this can't be. Like, once you get to, like, 15 or 20 minutes, you're like, this dude can't be his first time on stage if he's doing 20 minutes. Like, there's normally, even if we want to do more time, we're not allowed to by the powers that be, whether it's the club or whatever it is. And secondly, we don't have that much time. Like normally, even if we went over our time, like let's say we get to 10 minutes as an open micer, as a first timer, you would just get yourself off and be like, all right, I'm done. That's all I got. And you were like, no, nope, let's do another, you know, 30 minutes. And I'm like, <laughs> Christ. Yeah. yeah. But it was a lot. But nobody but hated you. Nobody hated you. If there's another, if there, if there's, Anything that shows the power of your personality and the way you are as a human being and your charisma, it's that normally a comic goes on stage for 30 minutes and the other comics on the bill hate that comic. 
Like, if you go over your time by that much, we are like that. That's disrespectful oh, yeah. to the craft and blah, blah. And you got off stage and we were like, that's cool, man. Congratulations. That's a good time. Like, we were just like, oh, like, oh, that's fine. Because yeah. there, there was no malice. We understood there was no malice behind it. There was no, like, hatred behind oh, it. Oh, because I really didn't know what I was doing. I was just yeah, up there legit. having fun. And the crowd, I, I, I just remember the crowd was so nice. And supportive. And that's what Miami is, man. Here's the thing about Miami, I tell everybody. And it's like a second home to me. If they love you, they love you. If they hate you, you, they hate you. Yeah, I've met so many comics. I didn't know this, Mike. I didn't. We talked about this before. I did not know that Miami was a quote-unquote tough room for comedy, for stand-up. I didn't know that um, because that's where I started. So I didn't know that. So when I went to, like, other places and, you know, and and I did well on our, you know, audience and, it's great. It's fantastic. But then you hear other comedians who have been touring the road for X amount of years and they go, man, I hate Miami. And I go, why? And they, I, like, honestly, like not, 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 you know, throwing shade. I go, well, I don't get it. And they explained to me that Miami is a tough room. And then it wasn't until then that I'm like, oh, I guess it is. I guess. But oh, like, yeah. Uh, one thing about Miami, they'll talk over. If they don't like your act. They will literally have full-blown conversations over years. I've seen it to people. Like, yeah, literally, they'll yeah. be like, so what are you doing later on tonight? Like, having <laughs> full-blown conversations. <laughs> I had this one comic who, uh, you know, not mentioning this, but I have one comic who told me, like, I don't like Miami. I'd rather be in Fort We were in Fort Lauderdale at that time, which is, again, half an hour away for the listeners. It's a half hour away, man. It, it mm-hmm. makes a huge difference in demographics. Oh, yeah, it does. Uh, and so uh, I don't like Miami. I like Lauderdale and I said why and I, and they this is what they said they said because this crowd pointing at the Lauderdale crowd that was behind us said this crowd is their lot their mentality is I want to laugh and I go okay what what is and then they said they said Miami's like make me laugh and then they said that like drop the mic like oh I said something profound and deep Right. And that's what they expected my response to be. And I was like, yeah, but at the end of the day, it's still our job to make people laugh. Right? Like, it doesn't matter what happens. Like, we still have to make them laugh. And their whole point, the, the community's whole point was like, no, but you don't understand. I'm like, I, it, if you're funny, you're funny. Like, Miami respects funny. If, you're, if yeah, you want to bring it, if you, if, yeah, if you could bring it, go to Miami. I, I didn't know it was a tough crowd. I, that was what I came up with. So I had no idea. I had, Do you, I had no idea. How, like, when you did that week and a half with Dave Chappelle, did you ever get off stage going, nah, that didn't go well? Or was the crowd just so excited to see Dave, everybody that went up crushed? It was the other way around. It was, I had to earn their likes because they're gotcha. like, you know what I mean? It's that, it's that hacky. I'm not the first person to say this, but it's that I ordered a steak and I don't care about this salad. Yes, so it's true. If, if I'm, so if I'm going to compliment the salad, this salad has to be a bomb ass salad. So <laughs> that's, that's what I had to do. I had to earn my laughs because the first, it was, I, I only did it for like 15 minutes, 20 minutes before Donnell got there. Then Donnell in the middle of the tour, in the middle of my part of the tour, he cut my time. Well, he didn't cut my time. The show needed to. Yeah, of course. Condense. So uh, while I was doing 20 minutes, 25 minutes, uh, I would say the first three, four minutes, it was like, just kind of like, okay, like, I think they wanted to dislike me. Uh, not Miami, because again, I know Miami crowd. Yeah. I can handle Miami crowd. But just like when I go to Tampa or something, I think for the first three or four minutes, they didn't want to pay attention. But when you get one person laughing, and then even if you don't want to pay attention, if the four people around you are laughing, you're going to go like, what's so funny? I want to know what's, yeah. what's so funny. So you start paying attention. So that's 
there was never a time where I go, I, I didn't bring it. There was a time where, again, I only five, it was only five or six cities, so maybe 12 shows or whatever it was. And I felt like I had to go in there and just massacre within the, and that's what happened to me. I'm one of those guys where I could go on forever uh, as far as on stage. Uh, but if you only tell, if you tell me I only have 20 minutes, I'm still going to do my hour show just in those 20 minutes. As far as energy yeah. is concerned, I'm going to bring that concise, that energy down to however long I have. And because I'm not Michael Yo, I can't go for another half hour after that. No, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Neri, I got to go. I got to see my kids. I was out all day yesterday. But please give everybody your information. Me. Please give everybody Thank your information one more time so they can follow you. Thank you for having me on. Uh, my information is whatwashisname.com. That's the website, whatwashisname.com. I'm trying to grow my Instagram. My Instagram is at Nary Science. Everything could be found at whatwashisname.com. Please don't Google what was his name. Like that's weird when people do that. I tell them whatwashisname.com and they go, Google, what was his name? And I'm like, that's the, it's not the way it works, lady. Uh, so whatwashisname.com is a website. I have two different podcasts. Uh, the uh, Mount Geekmore podcast where we do a top four of any given topic. And the What's Up Bro podcast that I've been doing for the last nine years. So thank you. Thank you very much, Mike, for having me on, bro. I love you. Dude, dude, your family with me. I love you. And man, uh, I can't wait till things open up. And hopefully you have time to hit the road with me when things get up and going, man. I appreciate it. I will it. do. I will go on. My wife is dying for me to go on the road with you. Oh, I think house. we have fun. Yeah, we would have fun. <laughs> to get me out of the house. All right, brother. <laughs> like, love you, man. Go. Love you, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Later. All right, that's the Michael Yo podcast for today. That's the morning, yo. Make sure you keep listening in. Please, please, please uh, give it five stars. Make sure you tell people to subscribe to the podcast. And also, my Facebook, man, last week we had 140,000 people. Uh, we passed 140,000. Now we're at 146,000. Hopefully this week we can hit that 150,000 mark. I mean, you guys are coming in, and I really, really appreciate you. I will talk to you soon. Uh, follow me on Instagram. Watch my, for Christmas, watch my special Blasian. That would, that would make me so happy. So happy. All right. All the info is in the bio, in the links. I'll leave them a little bit uh, later on in the show. I'll do that after I hit in the broadcast. I will add all the information. All right, guys. Thank you so much. I'll see you next